That's right, brother, and today we're going to have a wrestle match between Santa Claus, which is just that Asner, very old, can hardly walk, and Macho Man Randy Savage coming in with a chair and a table. Oh my god, Gangrel's in his Lazy Boy recliner. Is he going to pick it up? Oh my god, he is! He's going to hit him with the chair! Oh my god, it's a fucking massacre out there! That is Asner, there's an arm off the ring! He's down, oh my god, he's got his hip broken! Somebody let him out of the ring. The most brutal match of wrestling we've ever seen in this Christmas day. Merry Christmas, everyone. Ed Asner's dead in the ring. Santa's alive. Oh my God, no, he's down. He's dead. Well, welcome to Rough Cuts. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Santa Claus is a very real thing. So Santa's real, and you work on him. Sure, sugar. We're doing a school project. No, Santa's. Didn't you work for the real Santa? Well, that's complicated. The business ain't the way it used to be, and nobody believes anymore. They're out there. They're looking for you. Kids want the real Santa Claus. Well, I say, let's give it to them. I'm over here hunting down Santa coming up empty-handed. Jenny doesn't even believe, and I'm starting to second-guess my whole theory. I think you're a lot closer than you know, so don't give up. Thanks. Rick. See you around, Rick. All we really need is some kind of town-wide event to get people to believe in us again. The gingerbread brawl. This tradition that we have in our town. It's wrestling. It's really fun. You gotta really believe with everything you got. There's the magic. Just believe. Merry Christmas to everyone! It's him! This is our podcast about good boys and bad movies. I'm one of your hosts, Ilion, and here's my wonderful co-host, The Boyks. I'm having a time. This movie was a lot. There's a lot I, going on, yeah. You picked this and I sighed so fucking hard. Like, my eyes rolled back in my head because I knew what we were in for. Because it's It was called Saving Christmas and it's got goddamn Ed Asner on the front. We've watched fucking Patrick Muldoon again. And Patrick Muldoon. We've watched, what, six movies with each of these people in it. Never crossed them. They've never both been in the same movie, I don't think. Were they think. both in Santa Stole Our Dog? Oh, Maybe. They actually, they might have. Ed been. Asner was in. I think that was a Patrick Muldoon they movie. Might, that might have been a Patrick Muldoon. But like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and all it's of those like movies, two worlds every colliding. Single, and yeah. every single Patrick Muldoon movie and every single Ed Asner movie that we've seen has been total and utter schmaltzy fucking garbage in the worst possible way. Right. Like, yes. there's been nothing redeemable about any movie that either of them have I, been in. I think this is also the third Ed Asner specifically is Santa movie. Santa, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's a good Santa, but also, this movie is... Oh, it's terrible. But it has its moments. It, it does have... It does have five different professional wrestlers. Yeah, there's a, there's a point in the film where it takes a heel turn, and it... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It turns from Christmas movie to, I don't fucking know, I guess we're wrestling now. Whatever, I don't... <laughs> it goes through wrestling. a few turns throughout this movie. There's a few There's a few mo moments of this. <laughs> uh, so, alright, let's, let's start this out. It does have on the front cover two... Also, hold up, to defend ourselves... You looked at this, and there is a dog prominently on the goddamn cover of this thing, being Correct. held by the little kid. That dog is named Pretzel. He's a good boy. He also doesn't appear in a lot of this movie. Pretzel gets screen time whenever they need to show an IMS bag for their yes. sponsor. Yes. That is when Pretzel was in the movie. Also, Pretzel is cute as fuck, but we'll wait till the yeah. end to yeah. fully give the ratings for Pretzel. We need to discuss everything else. Standard Christmas schmaltz. By the way, this is a 2017 movie. It is not Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas, which is a much no. worse Saving Christmas somehow. There are two of them. <laughs> yeah, four years apart. 
I think that was three 2013, years, this years, was 2017. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 2014, 2017. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's weird because, like, so it's that time of year where you start getting flooded with, like, Hallmark Christmas movies that are vaguely Christian and vaguely sexual in nature <laughs> in their titles. <laughs> it's like... Uh, being bound up for Christmas, and it shows like a white couple in front of a Christmas tree or whatever. Like that's the the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one would be, you know, finding friends on Friends Book, a yeah, child's guide I mean, to the internet. Yeah, see, that's a problem. <laughs> they can't do that, but they did. No, no, they did. They can. They can, and they did. They can, and but, they, and they did. But like, there's a scene. All right, well, hold up. I just need to explain this moment to everybody because it's they decide they're going to find Santa. So the best way to find Santa is to go on. They say Facebook, but then the laptop this shows is, Friends Book. This is a group and they of go, like sixth graders. Yes, this is a group of like four small children that go. You know what? We'll find Santa. What we'll do is we'll do a post online and ask if any men would like. to Tell us about Santa. Meet up with us. And, and then they were like, Santa. oh man, this is not going to work. Nobody's going to respond. And then suddenly you watch on their like friends book as all of these faces pop up and go, no, I can interview with you kids. And it's all like it's four all different dudes. guys. Like 35 year old, 40 year old guys with weird beards and mustaches. And I... stuff like yeah, kids, I'll interview you about Santa. And you're like, no, 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 no. They didn't realize. They didn't realize what they were doing. No idea what that came across. They had no idea how that looked. My they point kept that it I was... in and it wasn't a joke or anything. It was just, no, they just... It was just gross. The kids went around and interviewed all these people. We'll probably have to set up an interview over the weekend. Whoa. Well, how do you like that? <laughs> well, let's see who it is. You know, this looks like a pretty good competitor for Twitter nowadays. Another? Oh no, they're getting a whole bunch wow. of adults that are trying to tell oh. them all about Santa. Oh no! Oh, this, looks, this looks really oh, bad. Oh no! This looks really bad to me. That looks awful. Hey kids, I want to tell you all about Santa. It's like all these weird guys. These oh. gross dudes, yeah. That's pretty common, no. actually. It doesn't mean reindeer. <laughs> did they know? There was also I don't. I don't think Do they, they did. Do they know? I don't think they did. Okay, so my point I was getting at was that <laughs> this is the time of year for the schmaltzy white couple yes, to, to yes. meet up and have romance during Christmas. Oh, and then you put them Christmas on the cover season. and it's like single mom yeah. and single dad or just single dude and whatever it's and, christian family gets together and they get together and like they kind of did that in this movie kind of except in it was the really creepiest creepy. way possible yeah, again really they, creepy this movie is real creepy in a lot of different ways this movie goes into some fucking but i don't think they realized how creepy it was no they Boy, I will once again explain the scene that they just did. They did a scene where the kids went on the internet and looked for interviews with men and <laughs> random men. Small children. Look, when I was young, they taught us to not give out any personal information on the internet, and it was a simpler time, and this came out in 2017. So they have they no fucking have excuse. Known. They had no excuse, though. Was... No excuse. It's... None. <laughs> At all. But, no. okay, so... The reason I'm getting to that is because in the movie takes place in Norpole, Maine. Because fuck you. You get it. <laughs> and and there's a single mom with her inventor kids, I guess. Yes. And and Toy Dad walks into her hair salon that she works at to get a haircut off the street wearing his, you know, clothes he rolled out of bed in. He is wearing sweatpants and a, like, three sizes too big flannel shirt with his hair totally undone and his eyes bleary red. And he walks in and she's like, 
oh my god, I can't not fuck him. Because <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, by the way, I I made a uh, I made an appointment online on the internet. I used the interweb, and it was so handy. And I asked for you specifically. He's and she's like, oh my her. god! And as he's like blowing into a whistle, like. <laughs> yeah. Here's all here's yeah. all the Pokemon. Yep, yep. But she's like, oh my god. So oh, she cuts so his hair hot. and it looks shittier because it's Patrick Muldoon and he can't have a legitimately good looking haircut ever. And, I don't understand he, what it is with this guy. If you ever want just look yeah, up Patrick Muldoon, his hair is never good. Not in bad. any of the movies. And, but then he comes back to the same salon two days later. He's like, hey, I'm back for another haircut. And mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Oh, that's fucking weird. I just cut your hair two days ago in this exact chair." Yeah. Oh, yep. by the way, I I lied. I'm not actually here for a haircut. I'm here uh, for a special occasion. So can you like follow me into this dark alley alone? <laughs> I'm here for a business opportunity. It, and she goes, "Can not you a... tell it to me here in this well lit and well established?" Yeah business that i am know the people in and people will i'll be able to scream for help and he goes yeah and he's like oh, you, you've got to come with me do you mind if we go somewhere else to talk just oh you know, jesus oh that's creepy as shit uh, no. no we're talking here we're, we're, talk, we're talking in this well-lit yes. place Wait, that i know thank you, you sir across the ice i know what Rather rapidly Yes, I can ice skate, but why can't we just talk about it here? I mean, what do you mean? Correct! In this in this well-lit store, <laughs> sure. where I know other people. <laughs> this is not a date thing. No, you gotta go to this dark park and go ice skating with me at an ice rink alone. And... <laughs> But it's not a date. Not a date. It's not a date. We're not going to kiss. Business. It's just business. It's purely platonic. What? Creepiest. (laughs) The absolute creepiest possible way that he could do any of this. And what's weird about it is that. So the first time he comes in, she throws out her current person that she's doing a haircut on, mid haircut, Mm -hmm. tells her to fuck off, like throws her shit at her at the door. And shoves her out the door because she's so, oh my god, I can't wait to get Patrick Muldoon in my chair. Yeah, her shirt's practically coming off as she's like... She's so fucking excited to get him because, oh my god, I can't, again, I can't not fuck him energy is off the charts. Then he comes back in and she's like, I want nothing to do with this weird fucking creep, which... That should have been her reaction the first time, but why is it her yeah. reaction the second for I mean, no we reason? Might as well, I'm thinking we might as well just talk about this as three different movies because it is three different movies. It is, so, yeah. So the the romance movie continues. She goes on the date with him to this ice rink. Yes. And it's very obvious Patrick Muldoon has never ice skated in his no. life. <laughs> well, he's using one of those big orange cones and leaning over it so he can support himself. So they gave him ice skates, and the entire time he's reading his lines, he's, like, slipping every other line, like, hey, yo, oh, coming to the ice skate, and he's, like, moving everywhere and falling, and he's not acting that. There are a lot of cuts in that scene, and I'm sure that it's because he actually fell over quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, as they're going around this ice rink, they're talking about, you know, normal things, like toys, because he's a toy dad because of course he's a toy dad it's a dog movie this counts and yeah and then as as she's talking to him he's like oh by the way santa's real and i work for him at the toy factory and everything that you know about him being fake is is incorrect he's a real person and i want you to come with me to this dark toy factory alone Uh (laughs) uh-huh Santa Claus is a very real thing. What? I don't There's a real fucking... Santa Claus. That's correct. What? Dude, this date is not going well. Sorry, it's not a date. This is the part where I skate on out of here. Yeah, I've got an abandoned building at the edge of town that I need you to come check out with me. <laughs> so that you could give Santa a makeover and cut his hair. Which is not fucking weird. <laughs> which is also something that he couldn't have told her anywhere else but this public skating rink. <laughs> 
like so why okay why weird. would why did they need to have the scene at the skating rink when he obviously can't skate because <laughs> i don't christmas i guess I, right like they struggled to put Christmas into this movie. Despite this movie did. being about Santa and the kids finding Santa ostensibly like that's part of the movie. The, the main plot it, is that the kids are looking for Santa, yes. Kind yeah. of. Of, of, one of, of. Movies, yeah. one of one of the movies. One of the movies has kids and Santa. But they really struggled to try and sandwich Christmas into this thing because they didn't know what to do for Christmas stuff. They had no idea how to make it a Christmas movie. No. It, but it's so weird that he's telling her all of this stuff and he needs her for his business opportunity. And she rightly looks at him and goes, yeah, I don't want to go to an abandoned weird building with you that I don't know. This is, yeah. this is very strange. But then she just goes anyways. Then she's like, but you know, I'm adventurous. I'm feeling adventurous. Let's just do it. And I mean, we're already at the ice rink. We might as like, well just go to the toy factory. And... One of the things that really hit me on this one is she goes, well, like, we're in the U.S. Like, we're in Maine. And he's like, well, but we're in Norpole, Maine, and it's the northern part of the U.S. The only country on Which the planet that the fucking closest matters. You can get to the North Pole. The northern a, part of literally the United what he States. Says. Yeah. Yes, northeastern part, specifically. I mean, what place? Norpole. And why would he exactly. talk? We're in the northernmost part of the United States. That, We're not that far off. The center of the universe. Well, no, it's pretty the far off from the real North Pole. There's all of Canada. Like I said, no, the, the center of the and universe. You know, than ever. I don't. We needed to expand. <laughs> North Pole is just um, another Christmas outpost. Do you know, is there land in between that and the North Pole? Is there a place? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah. It's, it's just ice, I'm pretty I sure. I think it's just like no man's land. There's nothing there. It's just a There's hole. There's ice and, and rocks. Then, yeah. There is actually a lot of, there is actually a lot of ice <laughs> and a lot of rocks up north there. That, that is called what, that is what's known as the Canadian Shield because it is like just solid fucking rock. You can't Wait, grow anything there. What's this Canada place? Is that... I don't know. I've that, never heard of it. Is that important? I, it's not America, so it's not America. So who gives a shit? <laughs> so so, anyways, we made a an outpost in Maine. Toronto. Never Florida. heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's, it's so dumb. It's something. So, it's so she something. like buys all of his bullshit. Goes to the toy factory and meets their janitor. And she goes on this roller coaster. I just want to point out again that she goes on this roller coaster because she starts out with, I can't not fuck him energy. Mm -hmm. Immediately flips that to, oh my God, this dude is such a weird creep. I don't want anything to do with him. Then she flips it right back to, you know what? Yeah, I'll go with him to an abandoned toy factory to do a makeover on an old man who may or may not be Santa. What? It makes no fucking sense. What, what is yeah. her arc here? <laughs> what is her motivation for doing this? So they go to the toy factory. They talk to the janitor. And, Ed Asner. Ed Asner. And they're like, hey, Ed Asner, we're here to redo your, your look. Because Santa's old and kids today... They order stuff online and they look at their phones. So kids today, you know. Also, hey, Ed, we're here to redo your look because you need to get rid of that fucking beard. Why did nobody tell him? Yeah, so Ed Asner has like a Fu Manchu or something. (laughs) It's not. It's It's almost, but not. It's just almost. He's got like a trucker beard in a way. Like he's, it's just a, he has a goatee. It's like a huge long goatee is all it is. But it's, yeah. But it's not like, it's not like the goatees where, when you think of huge long goatee, you think of like maybe nicely braided or like it goes mm-hmm. down nice. This thing like juts straight out. Like it's pointy. It's, yeah. Yeah. It, it And it like, but it goes almost out from his face, like vertically or and like horizontally rather than vertically. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like, half, yeah. it's this so, weird fucking angle. It looks awful. Just so they discuss miserable. his new look, which is like. Uh, a hoodie 
sunglasses, shorts, and... specifically not sunglasses, but like those uh, oh the slotted ones, the like slot the Kanye ones, yeah, slotted green sunglasses, um, and and a fanny pack. <laughs> yes. So for so, the hip cool kids that like their guys with yeah, three sizes too large flannel shirts and pajama bottoms. So the mom brings over everybody from the hair salon and they they dress Ed Asner up, this poor Ed Asner oh in these God, costumes where man. he's holding his cane the whole time and he can barely stand. Yeah, he needed and, that cane. And she clips his beard into the shape of a Christmas tree, I guess. It looks weird. They, like, put gift wrapping on it? Yeah, it's fucking In his weird, fucking awful goatee. God, he looks and, so bad in this. Yeah, and and then after they do it, Ed Asner's like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. I'm not wearing this shit. Uh, but I will go to that wrestling match that's happening in town. That sounds great. I'm Ed Asner. Let's go to a wrestling match. I also want, I need to point out a thing that really, really, really stuck with me and bothered me so much throughout this movie. The san the janitor, the sanators, the Santa, the, the san- sanitor. Janitor. Yeah, the sanitor. The sanitor's name is Rick. With an R. Not Nick. Rick. No, it's, it's the wrong name. It's the, why is he Rick? Why would they not name him Nick? It fucking killed me, like, the whole time. They're like, <laughs> he's like, oh, it's Rick. No, he's fucking St. Nicholas. Nick, you can just call him fucking Nick. And it's like, oh, well, that's not a, like, enough of a hidden name. And it's like, what the fuck are you, just name him Nick. Nobody's gonna, Nick's not a weird name where people are gonna be like, oh, that's Santa, his name is Nick. You've never heard of a fucking Nick before. Like, fuck off. Anyway, I just, ugh. It doesn't make any what sense. What a miss. No. What a miss. It One letter sense. off from the obvious name for no reason. So Santa decides he's gonna go to the wrestling match, and then yes. we'll cut that movie off here. Because yeah. all the movies eventually, coalesce in the wrestling they, match eventually. Yes. They, they have a terminus at the end of yeah. this. Okay, so let's go back to the kids for a moment. All right, back to the beginning. <laughs> back to the beginning. So there's a group of kids, brother and his sister, and then two boys that hang out with them. Yeah. And they're inventor kids slash spy kids. And they have inventions and cool nets that come out of mailboxes and... They have net guns that they made. Binoculars with UV vision and <laughs> shit like that. Infrared UV vision, yeah. For some reason. Right. It was IRUV, which is certainly a thing. So uh, they go to school uh, after showing us that they're spy kids slash inventor kids, and they get bullied mm-hmm. by the local bully in the library. And one of their book reports gets thrown in the trash, and it's totally fine. And there's nothing at all bullying that really happened with it. It was okay. I don't know what the big deal was. Yeah. Really. He throws it in a totally empty trash can, and then they make a huge deal out of pulling a fresh banana peel that's, like, really green and yellow, so, like, not at all gross Mm -hmm. off of it, which, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's covered in a plastic cover, and the banana peel's on the plastic cover, and they're like, oh, my God, it's ruined. (laughs) Anyway. So after they get bullied, they go back home and all the kids are hanging out at the brother and sister's house in the basement, which is their cryptid den of investigative journalism, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they investigate all sorts of cryptid nonsense. And the the older boy is telling all the kids that, you know, he believes in Santa and Santa's real, while one of the Santa's other kids- Santa's fucking real! Yeah, he's, he's real fucking it into it. Like, holy yes. shit, Santa's real. Isn't that just some dumb story to keep little babies in line? Santa is real, okay? But, like, one of the kids is recording on a Sony Handycam from 2006. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is God, I hate to me that, as a tech nerd. I hate that this became important because you were so stuck on, like, what camera this was. You're like, I can't believe that he's got this specific camera. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's such a non-starter. And then it became relevant and I fucking hate you. Because he's recording him saying Santa's real, okay, very angrily at the camera. Mm-hmm. So the next day they, they go to school and everybody in the school starts bullying him and like putting pictures on the back of it, like taping a picture to his back that says Santa baby and things like that. 
And he's like, hey, what the hell's going on? Why is everybody Santa bullying me? <laughs> and, and his friend's like, haven't you been on Friends Book? Oh my god. They say Facebook at this point. They say Facebook first. I haven't checked Facebook yet. And then and then they realize they can't say Facebook. Facebook. Yes, <laughs> and then they're like, whoa, wait a minute. But they forgot to Hold edit up. that part and like mm-hmm. re-ADR it. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so so he goes on Friends Book. And he sees the video of him yelling, you know, Santa is real, okay? And the bully comes up at that exact second. And he's like, yeah, I got you back for the little girl putting a, you know, whipped cream pie oh, under yes. me in the lunchroom and bullying me, the bully. But I'm the bully. Ha ha ha. Escalating and bullying. So this is why the camera is important. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's an 06 camera. This would have used tape, not an SD card. And it would have been like an MV tape or a micro. Yeah, MV. okay, sure. I just see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it would have like been a small tape. Yeah, Most yeah. of those tapes would have to be converted to digital yep. format. Like, yeah. The, the amount of effort this bully would have had to do. It would have been hard to get this off of that camera. <laughs> to get this and fucking it. thing off this camera and then upload it to Facebook in the year 2017. Yeah. I was like, kids don't have new cameras. People don't give kids new cameras. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And then immediately became relevant because how the fuck did he get it off this camera like, that goddamn like, fast? This, this kid bully's have a whole so bad. He get he bullies this kid into giving him the camera. He takes out the tape. He's like, fuck, how do I take this off? And then he starts like because that would have had like editing programs. Yeah, but he, he looks up editing programs for this, you know, MV video. And mm-hmm. he realizes he can't actually remove it on his Windows computer, so he has to get an iMac from 2008 and install fucking movie software. Get some Firewire up in this. Yeah, <laughs> and then he has to get like adapters into adapters to get this fucking video onto. A like Windows I can tell you right TV. now, you'd probably need Firewire because we have that exact yes. problem right now in my house. And like, you yeah, need you a can't Firewire, get firewire right lightning now. adapter at the very God least. Damn it! Right, damn. like anyway. Like, the that effort this bully went into for this prank. <laughs> well, the kid, too. So his, his friend betrays him and uploads this video <laughs> and gave it to the bully is what happened. They realize yeah. immediately. And the kid's like, well, you have to forgive me. I only did it for popularity and power. Yeah, I only did it because I want to be popular. and You're a dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair well, enough, I guess. All right, yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> also, you're like 14 and you believe in Santa, so what the fuck, dude? Mm-hmm. It, it, they're weirdly out of the age group for this. They go back home, though, to the basement, the cryptid basement, mm-hmm. and the kids just sitting there having, like, Vietnam flashbacks of the bullies in school going, ho, 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 loser, back and forth. It's yes. like bullets and explosions are going off, and he's hearing uh-huh, screams. Uh-huh, yeah, like black and white <laughs> over top of him <laughs> as he's in the trenches, and the kid leans over the trench and goes, ho, ho, ho! <laughs> yeah. Gifts are flying over his head, you know, reindeer it, yeah. are dying. Ho, 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 loser. Ho, 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 loser. Ho, 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 loser. Pretty good idea. And then he just snaps. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Well, we'll just have to prove that Santa's real Ooh. then so that they stop bullying me. The only solution. The only solution. I just, we'll just go, he goes, we'll just be real scientific about it. Yeah, so their scientific is when they go on Friends Book and post for fucking Christ. creepy Ads men. for local 40-year-olds to talk to children. <laughs> hey, are there any 40-year-old men in the area who would like to interview us, small children? Hey, anybody? It's so and, bad. Would anybody like to respond? And then it's they're so like, man, bad. nobody's going to respond to this. And suddenly everyone responds to it for some reason. Uh, Who knows? Yeah, so they go to all these creepy guys' houses to interview them. But, but one of them this has is a, a bad of... lesson for kids watching. This. this is a really, really, really bad it's lesson. It's really bad. But one of them has a picture of Santa in the Bigfoot pose of the woods. That's very yes. funny. And he's sitting there like he's Wolverine <laughs> looking at the yeah. Jean Grey photo. Oh. And, and another one has a laptop, which is the only laptop that everybody in town has because they share it. 
yeah, this laptop, in every scene that somebody uses a computer, they yeah. open up this exact laptop. It has a Christmas bow on the outside of it, and they don't even change the Christmas bow. They it's don't. the same laptop in every scene. But he, like, slowly turns it around as his wife is standing there on his, like, putting oh, his God, hand, he her hand like on his shoulder. He's like, really look at this fucking way. creepy video I took in my nasty living room. And it's, like, Santa digging through the fucking chimney, and it's, like, mm, it's it's mm. shot like It's shot like one of those, like, like a peep porn, show like one of, like Well, like, it's, it's shot like one of those porn ones where it's, like, oh, she's stuck in the dryer. Like, it's, like, Santa's mm. ass sticking out of the chimney, yeah. and he just don't like it. Out. No, the, don't like it. The, wife slash girlfriend or whatever is next to him with her hand on his shoulder and she just has like this blank look <laughs> it's fucking weird like it's she doesn't smile weird. but she's not frowning she's just vacant and she doesn't move or say anything for the entire scene for like a good 30 seconds she's just sitting there beside him just like staring off into the middle distance for no reason it's it's just, <laughs> this stuff is fucking it's gross is what it is it doesn't yes. so so the kids also find out that one of the wrestlers that are going to be in the gingerbread brawl mm-hmm. later that week had been a mall santa so they decide to go to the wrestling show backstage to interview the mall santa wrestler about yes. santa because obviously mall Santa wrestler, mall Santa people have to know where all the kids' requests go, right? Yeah, they because they to went to the Santa post office first point. with a gun. And they're like, hey, tell us where the fucking letters go. They socially engineer a response out of the lady who's like, it's classified. I can't tell you. They certainly don't go anywhere in town like that toy factory that I know. Ah, fuck. Ah, fuck. Yeah, you so, little but... rascals, you got her out of me. Yeah. So they interview Wrestle Santa, who points them towards the toy factory. Sure. Uh, so as they're walking home from Wrestle Gingerbread Brawl backstage, yeah. uh, the bully comes out to bully them more because he's not done bullying them. And the little sister's memory box, which is a box full of photos of her dead dad who is very dead very dead dad her very very dead father which is how you know this is a dog movie yep gets stolen by the bully and then he kicks it and in slow motion it flies up in a pop fly it lands into a wood chipper (laughs) nearby but it doesn't go in no it doesn't go in so the (laughs) workers that are there have sticks and they're like oh there's a box in the wood chipper. Better see what that does. And they shove it they in. Shove it in. The workers shove it in. They, they don't stop. No. Nope. <laughs> they don't remove it. Nope. Like, oh, fuck, it's there, I guess. To be fair, there is a cop supervising this, and you know <laughs> that cop wants to destroy children's dreams. But they push it into the wood, wood chipper. I can't even say it. They push so, it into the wood chipper, and it shreds all of the fucking photos and everything they spend a long time showing this entire sequence of this box going into the wood chipper getting mauled by the wood chipper and then coming out the other side of the wood chipper it's like a minute and a half of wood chipper yeah and it cuts back to the older brother and he clenches his fist like arthur and you and you suddenly hear JoJo music. You hear like, doo, 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 doo. and, and you got like the, like the menacing, menacing over him, yeah. <laughs> and he just pummels this <laughs> fucking bully, <laughs> like uppercut, Shoryuken, fucking Hadouken. <laughs> He's beating the ever loving fuck out of this bully. Yeah, and and a cop has to pull him off, and as yes. he's like scrambling to punch him again. Mm-hmm. And the cop takes him home and is talking to the mom and is like, you know what? I would have punched that bully too. Should have thrown that kid in the wood chipper. Fuck the fuck kids. Yeah. Anyways, you got a dog I can shoot? <laughs> yeah, do you have a dog I can shoot? I'm a cop. <laughs> That's how I get off. <laughs> I haven't come yet today. <laughs> so the, the moral of the story is if you're getting bullied, violence is the answer and you need to punch a beat the shit out of them and then throw them at a wood chipper that's what the apparently like i can't i can't stress enough that he is like beating the shit out of this kid and they showed in like detail oh yeah like yeah 
it's not like there's normally you think okay one punch he gives this kid like six right hooks that are real solid <laughs> like he's just going to town on this bully he is beating his face into the pavement yeah so the kids uh the brother sister and the one kid who is not the one that betrayed them to go follow the bully so that they could be popular mm-hmm. uh go to the toy factory and the bully's been tracking them the whole time because he's like you know what yeah, I was gonna say we if need to get this bully plot here. If they're correct, then I'm mm. gonna be the one that proves that Santa's real. And if discover Santa, yeah, he, his I'll plan, his master plan, shit. his master plan is well. Okay, wait, wait, wait. They're trying to discover if Santa is real. I shouldn't bully them about that because what if Santa <laughs> is real? Yeah. What, if <laughs> what I should do is I should silently stalk them with my bully friends. And then we can steal their Santa research and be the real heroes who found Santa. Yeah. So everyone is very smart in this movie. It's very good. So as the kids are like sneaking into the toy factory, which they know is illegal, but it's only illegal if you get caught. Also Mm. a good moral story in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. He does Um, say that quite literally. the, The bullies show up and point a gun at the kids. Yes. Which is a paintball gun, but still. Still. I mean, they're not, like, the thing is, people go like, well, paintball guns aren't dangerous. No, paintball guns are, like, really dangerous. No, no, actually. the bully is like, I will shoot you in the mouth with this paintball gun and break your teeth. Yeah. like It's very bad. Yeah. As somebody who's been paintballing a lot, I've worn, like, you have protective face gear and everything. And I ran towards somebody who was hidden, and they jumped up and shot me in the face and I had, like, a broken lip and was, like, spitting out blood. And yeah. that was, like, with protective gear. <laughs> like, you... And you have to chrono your gun down so that it's not at super high speed. This kid's not wearing anything. You can absolutely blind somebody. This is, like, fucked up. <laughs> you should not be doing this. So as the bully has the kids at gunpoint, mm-hmm. he's about to take the shot. And... Their friend that betrayed them to become popular attacks the bully, making yes. it so he misses. And then they shoot out their net that they created earlier in their invention phase. Yes. And and net the bully to the wall with, like, spikes. <laughs> I guess, because yeah. they can't remove the net. For some reason. Yeah, and, and the other kid walks up. He's like, hey, I know I betrayed you to be popular because you're all little dweebs and I hate you. Uh, but we're friends again. And I go, yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> sure. So as they're about to break into the toy factory and do illegal, you know, urban exploration. I just uh, want to spend one moment that, like, this is... <laughs> it's one thing if the kid had done something to betray them a little bit, but, like, he put he put something on the internet that was super embarrassing. Like, this is fucked up. That's a fucked up level of bullying. Like, that it is... is... And, and the insane amount up. of work to bully. Yes. Yes. Like, you should not be friends with this kid again. Not for any reason. Fuck this kid forever. That's a really fucked up thing to do to somebody. But they're about to break in, and the mom, the mom comes, comes out. Putting her shirt like, back putting on. Putting her shirt back on <laughs> after, after definitely not not having Definitely Coleman. not having any fun time with Toy Dad. And she's like, hey, why are you breaking into the toy factory? And they're like, mom, why are you coming out of the toy factory? And then she's like, oh, uh, hey, let's go to a I wrestling match. Hair. Let's yeah. change the topic. <laughs> hey, kids, you want to go see Gingerbread Brawl? <laughs> and yes, actually, we really very much do. We want to see Gingerbread Brawl. Yep. Yep. This so, is where the movie gets very good. The third movie is the wrestling movie. <laughs> when they both collide. Now the worlds have hit each other. We have the mom and the kids interacting mm-hmm. for the first time ever. This is the thing, too. The mom, like, it would be one thing. You're like, oh, well, these aren't two separate movies. It's the kid's mom. But they have not been on screen together again since that first scene that we talked about where they net gun her until now. I don't oh, think yeah, there's a single scene where they immediately in the basement. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I don't think there's another scene in between those. And then suddenly they just see each other again here. I don't know if they're ever in the same room again. 
they might be in the kitchen once, but I think that's it. It's like nothing. It's there's nothing. nothing. There's nothing. nothing with them. It's amazing how she little there is. She doesn't acknowledge the bullying at all. There's no like anti-bullying message. The the message is just punch the bully. Oh yeah, I guess that she yeah. was there when the cops came and that was brought it. the kids back. But but yeah, she was outside. She wasn't inside talking to the kids. No, she talks to the cops yeah, for a second. It was a different scene. Yeah. It's like five seconds. There's nothing. There's there's no interaction between the mom and the kids. Nothing. So the wrestling movie. <laughs> There, there's a yeah, an ad on the television movie. earlier in the film about a wrestle event that's going to happen. The Gingerbread and, Brawl! The Gingerbread this Brawl. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! And then next month is the January Jam! Jesus is coming in with the cross! Oh my god! <laughs> He's hitting him with the wood cross! <laughs> the mom and Patrick Muldoon are talking Jesus to Ed Asner. The uh, they... they Bring up the idea of having a live stream on Twitch of a wrestling event at a local wrestle event where there's maybe 80 people and a live mm. stream of maybe 50 viewers. And, and Santa's like, let's do that. Yeah, he watches the ad and just goes, yeah, I'm doing that. That's what I want to do. You want a new image? Santa's new image is that he's coming in off the top rope, motherfuckers. <laughs> the, the wrestle manager who was Mall Santa wrestler. an elbow. Gets a call from Miracle Max, who is their big name wrestler. Yes. And he broke his leg, so he can't show up to the event that they've already sold tickets for, specifically for his championship match. And this is something they do in real wrestling events, where they fake an injury so that, or basically so that the to wrestler can the get crowd. vacation time, and then they can rile up the crowd during it. Yeah, right, yeah, like, you can do all kinds of, like, storyline shit around that. Like, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Sure. But in this case, he actually broke his leg for the sake of the story. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So, it's wrestle night. The this kids have gotten not, front, front row seats. This is not kayfabe. It's actually happening. Yeah, it actually <laughs> happens. But the kids got front row seats in the two-row wrestling ring. Which mm -hmm. <laughs> is not very exciting to get front row seats for, if you think about it. Because that's almost every scene. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's there are three rows at best in this place. Uh, I also want to point out that Miracle Max yeah. is actual real life professional wrestler Michael Bennett. Oh yeah, who yeah. Wrestled in the WWE under the name Mike Canellis. Oh cool. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I, I there were a bunch of wrestlers in this movie. There, there's five. Yeah, yeah there are yeah. five main actual wrestlers. It cuts to that night, and they're doing a wrestle promo of, like, one of the wrestlers reading a um, Christmas poem or song, I guess, to the other wrestlers who all have candy canes and are this hugging each other and singing and dancing. And it's, it's so good. Great. They're doing Christmas promos yeah. where they're all doing, yeah, like you said, like they're eating gingerbread. Like little kids, but they're in the like, wrestle yeah. outfits. They're clearly adults. And this is this is something they would do in WWE, though. They would do this dumb bullshit. <laughs> Yes, it should, certainly would. Gangrel is so fucking into it. It's real good. It's so good. Tucker Von Magnus was yeah, Tucker, Gangrel. and he's like a Viking. He's like, I will crush your bones to make my bread, bread, and then I will pillage your town. It's like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Max Miracle, December 24th, yes. gingerbread bra. <laughs> yes! And then I'm gonna grind your points out and use them for salt. My dinner. <laughs> Some very powerful words from Tucker Von Magnus and his manager, DG Haven. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, uh, God. So they go, they go to the wrestling ring. Everybody in the crowd's all hyped for this Miracle Max championship. And the announcers come on, and they're like, uh, we have a special message from Miracle Max up on the screen. And and they cut to him on his grandma's recliner, uh -huh. <laughs> wearing wearing a foot 
like cast kind of it's just wrapped i guess well it's a cat it is a cast in these because it's got yeah. like signatures on it they change it yeah. later because they have to have him cut it off but he they can't have him cut it because like a cast needs tools like you have to yeah, actually yeah. use a saw to cut it off so then they change it to like a tensor bandage and a sock that they cut off which is amazing it looks so bad and and he's like by the way i can't wrestle because i broke my foot uh, i'll be back mm. for january jam uh, thanks for buying all of the tickets. Bye, suckers. See ya! Flips and, them and off. the whole crowd goes wild and just starts rioting and tipping over chairs and throwing, throwing beer bottles at the stage. Yeah. But, but the announcers come back to their, their table and they're like, okay, we have a special announcement. That's right! Entering the ring is Santa Claus! <laughs> Coming down that aisle from the Great North Pole. Oh my God! The only. He's got a cane. Santa Claus! Holy shit! And fucking, fucking Ed Asner just shambles out. <laughs> Ninety fucking year old Ed Asner with a cane. God damn! Like, he's just be fair. Out. He's not. He's not 90 in this film. That's unfair. He's, he's 87. 87 or something, yeah. <laughs> 87. But, but he, he shambles out. He, this is a real old. wrestling ring. So it has the, the actual yeah. stairs. It has the, the belts. And he's got a everything. cane. And, and he tries so to walk up. He tries to walk up the steps and he can't. He <laughs> shambles up man. those steps with his cane. And he's they like, I have to go from in him the going ring. through the ropes in because you know they had to he couldn't do it. In. There's no way this and poor man couldn't do it. And as he's standing in the ring, like barely able to stand, he's like, "All right, bring out Muscle Man Randy Savage. I'm gonna beat his ass. Santa's got a gift. It's pain." It's pain. <laughs> 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 and he just flips both the birds at the crowd and the heel turn, motherfucker. This is my new image. <laughs> and everybody's like, you're not the real Santa. Show us you're the real Santa. And so then he levitates slightly off of the He mat. levitates and then floats a bunch of presents out to everybody in the crowd. To certain kids. Yeah, the bully's like, you're not real yeah. Santa. Anyway... So after he, he floats back down to the ground, what doesn't happen is a wrestler doesn't come by and smack him with a chair, which is what should have happened. Mm-hmm. That, but that's the real thing. Yeah, you should have had Tucker Von Magnus come out there with his yeah. Viking helmet and gore Santa. <laughs> yeah, and gore him. And <laughs> instead what happens is he's like, by the way, I have one more magic thing I can do tonight because I'm Santa. And and he looks at the screen with Miracle Max on it. And he looks back at the crowd, looks at the screen, and the screen starts like doing a wavy ring thing. Like it's going to be an evil take. <laughs> like you're all cursed. Yeah. <laughs> and you and then have one week to live, children. <laughs> and, then, and then, poof, Miracle Max teleports on the stage with his grandma's recliner. Uh-huh. And, and Santa's like, oh, I'm not done yet. I'm gonna get a steel chair and beat his ass. <laughs> Honestly, it would have been at least a slightly fair fight if he had two broken legs and Santa and Ed starts fighting him with his so, so Santa uses his powers and he puts his hands on Miracle Max's leg and he fucking heals him to the point where you hear the bones cracking back into place. Mm -hmm. Well, he's got a chair right there. Haven't you? Oh my god, he's got Jesus power! I was just gonna say, he's healing him like he's fucking Christ. Holy shit! <laughs> but he's doing it for a fucking wrestling show. <laughs> so good. This thing is amazing, actually. I kinda love this movie right now. Wait, how is he? You don't Wait, unravel a cast. If he can heal what? bones, what? why doesn't Santa heal more people? Okay, it's a sock with a tensor bandage on it. It's not a cast. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm ready to get my leg broken in yeah, the match. Go. Let's go, everyone. 
on. I can't believe it. Which raises a lot of questions about Which why then Santa doesn't I was gonna say immediately more then, people. The, immediately then, the two children, the, yeah. the son and the daughter, yell up to Santa, Can you bring back our dad? Santa, why didn't you save him from the car like, crash? Does Santa just choose not to heal people? Is uh, Well, I your don't... dad was a piece of shit, kids. Miracle Max, though, he's rad. <laughs> bring like, him back. Is Santa a god? Is that how this works? I don't... <laughs> What is happening? And so he heals Miracle Max. Miracle Max like cuts off his cast and stands up. And what well, he unwraps happens, the tensor bandages on the sock yeah, that he now has instead and, of a cast. And he has this championship match against Tucker. But what should have happened is Tucker should have broke his fucking leg again. Yes. Yeah. They should That's have immediately how it had Tucker happened. run in and beat, beat the shit out of him and break his leg. Yep. That's good wrestling if you do that. That's, that's, that's good wrestling. That's story. Like if his if his leg That'd magically been a great gets fixed, heel move. Yeah. Oh my god! And then Santa comes in and breaks his other leg. <laughs> and then they lift up Santa's arm. He's like, "Yeah, the kids believe." Oh god! But instead, Miracle Max just wins. I guess they should have. This is when at, there was a point where the minute that he like healed Miracle Max's leg and they started, they're like, we can have our wrestling match. They should have basically cut to credits and had the wrestling match with the credits over it. On the and credits. Instead, Absolutely. Instead, we get like another 15 minutes of movie, which, why? Yeah, because it keeps going after the wrestling match. It just match. goes. It just keeps and, going. And then it cuts back to like the, the morning after, which is Christmas morning, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the kids are removing things from their their tree and opening up their gifts, and the mom's like, "I bet there's one more gift back there," and it's well, also these greedy little shits. I just want to say because he's sitting oh yeah there, yeah. Like, well, we've got to wait up all night for Santa to come. Santa's got to come soon. It's like you fucking little bastard. You saw Santa in person, and he gave you a gift personally. He levitated it to your ass, and now you're like. Well, where's he going? When's he going to come back to the house and give me more gifts? Little fuckers. And in the back, they pull out a gift. They start unwrapping it. And then the boy's like, Nintendo 64! <laughs> <Start Wow. screaming. laughs> and then the girl opens her gift. And it's the memory box with Santa magically restored from the wood chipper. I guess. But not her dad. Only not the her memories. Dad. He can, she can heal the sick fix bones and bring things back from being shredded up but he, he can reconstitute bring back the perfect. dead <laughs> or have just prevented his death in the first or, place yeah, anything what the fuck santa santa's an asshole and then it, it cuts from there to the kids back in the cryptid basement and the older brother's like well we found santa we might as well just find all the cryptids now like like cooper and... yeah db cooper bigfoot yeah, dude, aliens do leprechauns why not let's fucking do it it's coming up we gotta get leprechauns man which the kids think is a very stupid idea because cryptids are fake yeah fuck that leprechauns aren't real and that's the end what a fucking weird christmas movie (laughs) i this thing is almost worth recommending because there's such there are some real fucked up weird shit (laughs) there's some moments that just when it chooses to go hard this movie goes really hard it's wild the idea of just watching ed asner like crawl his way into this wrestling (laughs) he's so so old he's so fucking old in this like i was like worried for him because i'm like man man. that wrestling mat is like soft enough that he might just trip on it it's just like Oh god, like he's he is decrepit in this thing. Like no insult to Ed Asner, he's just old, but it's just God, I was I was worried for him during this. I'm like, oh man, like watching him climb those stairs into the ring with no handrails is like, oh no. Oh, he's gonna break a hip. That's like, what it was. Please, yeah. Somebody should be helping Ed Asner into this ring, or he should have a guardrail of some kind. Like if he trips, he's fucked. 
this movie is just baffling is what it is there were some very very weird music choices too in yes. this movie yes there was like a three minute long song of just like Christmas time. Christmas. It's Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, with like no lyrics. Just the same thing over and over. It's Christmas, 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 Christmas. I need to point out that nothing on screen that was happening during that song was Christmassy. It was just. No, they're playing playing RC cars and like they make a snowman, I guess. I guess. Kind of Christmassy. I. That was baffling. The I'm sponsorship is baffling. <laughs> it had to be what? an I'm sponsorship, yeah. What? The, the uh, wrestling show being a big part of baffling. it. Baffling. The toy dad man who wants women to go to weird abandoned buildings the, with The him, creepy with the Friends town. book interviews. <laughs> friends book like what? With older the, men with these young the children. The message of the movie is punch bullies in the face back and violence is always the answer. Beat the shit I, out of your bullies. Which, honestly, in some ways, that's kind of correct. And, and the, other, the other message of the movie is that Santa chooses not to heal the sick. Yes. Unless it improves his self-image. Yeah, unless it unless it's a for a wrestling promo. Santa's really into wrestling kids. I don't what? <laughs> fucking movie. This fucking film. Let's talk about pretzel. Let's talk about the good good boy sure. pretzel. Let's rate the dog. Sure. Pretzel, pretzel is in Pretzel's in a lot of like the first half of this movie, and then they kind of cut pretzel out, which is too bad. Uh, Pretzel is the dog of the Toy Dad Man, Patrick Muldoon's mm. dog. I have no idea what that guy's name is. Actually. I don't know what I his character like name zero is. Zero yeah. fucking clue. No clue. It's just Patrick they, Muldoon. They spend yeah. so little time on it. But Pretzel is like a probably like a Shih Tzu, Bichon Freeze, like cross kind of thing. It's like a small, some toy small dog. toy dog. Yeah. And actually, toy when they introduce Pretzel, dad. one of the characters is like, "What a perfect little man!" And Patrick Muldoon goes. Yeah, I am. When he walks into the... Uh, everybody in the hair salon is yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, what a cute puppy! And they're all petting Pretzel. Every single person <laughs> in that hairstylist plays pet Pretzel. Yes, they they do a great job of Pretzel early. Pretzel gets a ton of fucking pets. Pretzel is precious as shit. They're totally right. When they're like, Pretzel is this precious little man, they're totally right. Because Pretzel is that perfect little toy dog with like the really, mm-hmm. really big black eyes. And like, just like this kind of half sad face all the time where you're like, oh, I want to cheer Pretzel up. Pretzel always just looks like a little bit sad. Pretzel knew enough to be in as little of this movie as possible so that Pretzel could then talk to their agent and find a better film later. But also Pretzel was smart enough to have in their claws that in every scene that Pretzel showed up in, Pretzel had to get a pet. Yes, a so pet like, and some imes. Very kind important. Kind of perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Pets and yeah. treats. Pretzel wrote a really good contract for this film, is what we're saying. Yeah. Very smart dog. I would give that dog at least a 13 out of 10. What a smart... Absolutely. What I'm a right up perfect little man. A perfect little man. Yep. And the and, other dog... And, and Patrick Muldoon, too. Yeah, the other dog was Patrick Muldoon, who's a perfect mm-hmm. little man out of 10. He's also a perfect little man out of 10. He's... He's got, like, that kind of gruff exterior, you know, he's a little wrinkly, and, you know, he's mm-hmm. a cute guy, actually. Mm-hmm. He he looks a little mean, he's taking you out to the abandoned lot, you know, he's got that uh, tramp kind of look about him. I would but, rate, you know, actually, I, I'm gonna revise my rating, I would rate Patrick Muldoon would take you out to an abandoned missile silo that he turned into his own per- perfect little house to take dates to out of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's creepy as shit. Anyways, that's Rough Cuts for this week, start of Christmas. Thank you all for tuning in. You can always check out our stuff on social media. We're still on Twitter right now, at Rough Cuts Cast. Uh, you can also send us any emails, roughcutscast at gmail.com. We'll try and put up some videos and things from that on our Twitter and also on our TikTok at Rough Cuts Cast. I have just started making us a co-host page just today also, which will be at rough cuts so we've got a little bit of a shorter one there and you know if you have anything to send us in any movie suggestions uh we've gotten fan art once or twice it means a lot and thank you of course to all of our patrons who get this a uh, little bit early every week 
Thank you so much for supporting us. It means a lot. We pay for basically all of these fucking shit movies. I pay and sometimes for more one. than yeah. Yeah, sometimes more money than for others, uh, like getting specific weird DVD players. Why do you keep bringing that up? Why do you keep bringing that one up? Because that one's wild that you did all that shit. That you needed a, like, knockoff Chinese bootleg DVD to play. That was Cerberus, yeah. I had to to have a knockoff DVD player for that one. Because it wasn't even PAL. It just didn't work on anything else. Somehow this thing was, like... I don't know, read RWs or something in a weird way and managed to get around whatever problems with that DVD. But yeah, thank you all so much for helping us that and for the support. It does mean a whole lot. We're closing in on like, are we over 20,000? Yeah, we're on like 25,000 downloads almost. Yeah, pretty uh, close. I just looked, yeah, we're at 23,000 right now. So I mean, it's been a lot, been a long road and it, it means a lot for uh, us to have so much support. So thank you very much. Yeah, and I'm going to spend all the money that you've been giving us on some tickets to the January Jam. So that's a good treat for us. Mm-hmm. We get to finally see Miracle Max, you know, Tombstone Stunner Santa. I'm really looking more for like the March Marmalade, but you know, whichever you want. Yeah. All right, see you, folks. <laughs> all right, are we going to get some fucking wrestling or what? Absolutely not. Not gonna have any wrestling in it. I mean, they had a promo. I guess that's. Unless. Oh. Oh fuck. What? How are we getting? Okay, why are we getting wrestling? Why are we getting wrestling? The movie should be. The movie should be over now, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. But they paid these wrestlers, and they're gonna use them. I mean. Yes! Fair enough. Yes! <laughs> Merry Christmas! Here's your goddamn miracle! Merry Christmas, motherfuckers! Break his leg again! Yeah, break his leg again! Yeah! It's perfect setup! It's a perfect setup for it. 